0: The Indianapolis mayor race, the IU student paper is ridiculous, and Jewish students trapped in a library. I'm producer Jonathan, and this is your TK20. A debate. Joe Hogsett, Jefferson Shreve, both candidates for mayor. Joe Hogsett, the incumbent. Jefferson Shreve, the Republican challenger. And all the questions got asked, and the nonsense was flowing And we have got it all. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. The popcorn moment. Let's do the thing. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. Now, was the whole thing hosted by by Phil Sanchez by himself? Was he the only moderator of the debate last night? I don't, I don't, I'm just trying to double check that. Because questions got asked and statements were made on the subject of guns, Joe Hogsett.
1: Well, there's absolutely no question, and I think there's uniform agreement that permitless carry has been disastrous, particularly for Indianapolis.
0: Why? Why would permitless carry change anything? You're still having to go through a background check to legally purchase a firearm. So why would permitless carry change anything? I believe this is a red herring. This is a talking point with absolutely no data behind it. That said, I don't know why Shreve's in favor of it.
1: In the true and proper order of things, I would advocate for the reinstatement of that permitting requirement for concealed carry of weapons as part of my legislative package that I would take before the General Assembly at the start of the session, not after it had adjourned.
0: Why? What is the data point that you're both using to say that we need to have some level of restriction on the Second Amendment? What is that? People pass background checks to purchase firearms. Why now do they need an extra layer of licensing from you? It doesn't change anything. It's the weirdest argument. The weirdest argument, but Hogsett's in, entire raison debt is to say, "Oh, the issues with with, with downtown? Ah, uh, that's about guns." Of course,
1: there are more guns in our city than there are people, and until and unless we start uh, meaningfully addressing those issues, we're going to continue to have uh, unfortunate uh, incidents of gun violence and. Uh, gun violence uh, brings with it uh, perception problems and that's why uh, we need to change the direction uh, and, uh, and make a real difference in the gun uh, availability of guns
0: so the existence of guns is creating a safety issue in downtown yet in the same debate did you just say Joe Hogsett that downtown is safe there
1: are more guns in our city then there are people, and until and
0: unless we... That's the same thing, same clip right there, sorry. Don't ever tell me downtown is safe and then say, well, it's not safe because there are more guns than there are people. If there are more guns than people, how in the world are there any people? Because guns kill, right? Not people, the gun. The gun is the issue, the gun is the problem. Seems to me you've got a tremendous number of law-abiding citizens, and it seems to me you have a total unwillingness to focus on the issue at hand. You don't know why there's crime. You don't know how to stop it, and the reason you don't know why is that you won't pay attention. Because we don't think you pay attention, Joe Hogsett. We think you're out to lunch, man. Disconnected and uncaring as all get out. From what I hear, Joe Hogsett is an excellent retail politician. Shake the hand and kiss the babies. Doesn't seem like a guy who can really explain himself in front of a microphone. Jefferson Shreve wants you to know what he's going to do if elected.
1: If elected mayor, I will use this office, I will use my voice, the bully pulpit, to advocate for a working criminal justice system that will close that revolving door to take the violent serial offenders off of the streets of indianapolis
0: nothing wrong with that yes there's a difference between the two candidates yes jefferson treve is not perfect yes he has made some absolute missteps without question well what's the point of voting for either one of them um well if you haven't figured that out by now i can't help you if it gets incrementally better, that's better than if it gets incrementally worse. I don't want to reward foolhardiness. And I don't mind how hard you would be on a Mayor Jefferson Shreve. Go to town. Go to town. But it is obviously better than a Mayor Joe Hogsett, which brings us to the big one. The, the uh, event yesterday with Wish TV, it was uh, Phil Sanchez and Katira Winfrey. Were they the moderators? Okay, I just wanted to make sure I had the, the names right. Joe Hogsett got asked where he was the nights of the riots. Two nights, there was no Joe Hogsett. Oh, I've heard all the rumors, people. I'm not talking about rumors. Everyone's like, oh, I know. Oh, I know a guy. You don't know anybody, and you haven't provided any proof at all. I'm tired of it don't feed me rumors feed me data but it's the right question to ask and good on phil sanchez where were you mayor joe hogsett for two nights of riots
1: i was uh working uh from my home i was in constant contact uh with my representatives uh with impd uh i uh Uh, After things uh, started to dissipate that evening, I got about two or three hours of uh, rest and got up at four o'clock the next day, worked the rest of the weekend, meeting with uh, organizers of the protests and ultimately issued uh, uh, the order to uh, uh, to have the uh, the the, uh, protests ended.
0: And uh, that was effective. You believe him? Did that answer inspire you? Does that explain where he was? He cannot show you a proactive stance on two nights of riots that led to buildings being set on fire and two people murdered. He can't tell you where he was. I was at home working. I wasn't in the command center. I wasn't talking with uh, the police chief every five minutes and coordinating with the governor. I wasn't calling out the National Guard. I wasn't this. I wasn't that. I wasn't the other. I was working at my home. I got a few hours of sleep. It's more than uh, business owners downtown got. But thank goodness, thank goodness Joe got some well-needed shut-eye. Because we know when he doesn't get good sleep, he trips over his flip flops and busts his lip while taking out the trash. Hold on, wait—we don't believe that story either, huh? So you can tell me that Jefferson Shreve has not run a great campaign, and man, he said this and he's 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 waffled or he's flip flopped. You you might not even be wrong, but you're going to do four more years of Joe Hogsett. You know, what are you going to tell me next? What does it matter? It matters greatly. You have a chance to make it incrementally better. I didn't say it was fun. I said take the incrementally better. That's Jefferson Shreve. Opinion. There will never be peace until Palestine is free. Oh. Okay. The last time I wrote about Israel and Palestine, people were calling me an anti-Semite and a terrorist sympathizer on social media. If you read the piece, the piece is chock full of the anti-Semitism that people may have uh, mentioned on social media to Jared, including and then the Al Ali hospital blew up, killing hundreds of people. Israel's denied responsibility, blaming an errant Palestinian rocket. But the Israeli government has already launched over 100 attacks on Palestinian healthcare facilities since October 7th. And they have a long history of destroying such facilities in Gaza. Forgive me if I don't take their word for it on Al Ali. Except we have video of the rocket coming from Gaza and then hitting the hospital and didn't hit the hospital, hit the parking structure and the hospital still standing this in just the third paragraph is a proven lie by the author the author then goes on to quote the united nations or to speak about the united nations uh, resolution condemning all violence against civilians in the israeli hamas war and urging humanitarian aid to palestinians that uh un and um, uh, Antonio Guterres, who heads up the UN as the Secretary General, this is the Secretary General in his own words. Allow me to bring that to you. But the grievances of the Palestinian people cannot justify the appalling attacks by Hamas, and those appalling attacks cannot justify the collective punishment of the Palestinian people. Excellencies, even war as rules. We must demand that all parties uphold and respect their obligations under international humanitarian law, take constant care in the conduct of military operations to spare civilians, and respect and protect hospitals, and respect the inviolability of UN facilities, which today are sheltering more than 600,000 Palestinians. The relentless bombardment of Gaza by Israeli forces, the level of civilian casualties, and the wholesale destruction of neighborhoods continue to mount and are deeply alarming. He then went on to state that the Hamas attacks did not happen in a vacuum. The Palestinian people have been subjected to fifty-six years of suffocating occupation. Occupation in and of itself the bigotry. No no no. There is no occupation happening. It's the idea of stating occupation. I can have this debate with anyone, anywhere at any time. Israel exists. That's their problem. The idea of occupation is that Israel exists. That's what they think is occupying. Israel has a historical connection to the land. Israel has a legal connection to the land. It is theirs. And if the so-called Palestinians would just accept this, everything would be fine. But Hamas, a terrorist organization, cannot accept this. Hamas wants Jews dead as part of their charter, and they want Israel erased. For the UN... To make such a statement through the Secretary General is to let Israel know that they have no friend in the United Nations. But back to this piece in the Indiana Student uh, Daily there. I'm sorry, Indiana Daily Student by uh, this Jared Quig. Thousands of Palestinians have already been slaughtered by the IDF. The siege will probably kill thousands more. What we're seeing in Gaza is the continuation of the Nakba, the catastrophe that saw hundreds of thousands of Palestinians killed or displaced beginning in 1948, according to the United Nations. This is what is written by a student at, at IU. Um, Nakba is, is the word uh, meaning catastrophe. They mean the actual creation of Israel. You're not talking about people being displaced. You're talking about Israel's existence in that legal framework you're talking about a place for Jews that's what he's saying of course the settlements are illegal the Israelis are engaging in terrorism all this humiliation all this death and somehow it is surprising writes the author when war breaks out one people cannot subjugate another so ruthlessly and for so long and to expect to face no resistance This most recent Palestinian uprising was bound to happen, and violence will continue to plague the region as long as the contradictions in Israel remain unresolved. Jared Quigg writes, there won't be peace in the region until Palestine is free. That is one heck of a statement from one child. The problem is Israel. The problem is Israel exists. The problem is that Israel wants to survive. The problem that Israel uh, defends itself. You talk about people being subjugated. The people of Israel live free. Oh, there are policies I don't like. But the people in Gaza could live free if Hamas was gone. There is nothing that discusses Hamas. He even goes so far as to, to say when people say, but what about ha- what Hamas did? My response to that is for the reader to study the history of the conflict and look at the charts comparing the deaths on both sides. He then goes about quoting Howard Zinn. And at that moment, you realize what you're dealing with here. You're dealing with somebody who writes, is socialism incompatible with human nature, which is a full defense of communism and Marxism? The author is very clear at the Indiana Daily Student, uh, that they are a a Marxist, that they are a communist, that they don't come out and say so, one only has to look at what they have written to be able to come to a conclusion that is logical. So what does one do in this situation? Do I believe uh, that the author shouldn't be allowed to write in the Indiana Daily Student? I don't think I do. I don't think I would say that the author shouldn't be allowed to uh, put opinion pieces in. My question is, if you allow an opinion piece that says Jews should be gone, would the Indiana Daily student ever say that about gay students, black students, Asian students, Hispanic students, white students, Christian students, Muslim students? The issue is not for me to somehow excoriate the Indiana Daily student for allowing free speech. I would never do such a thing. It is to ask the Indiana Daily student, and by extension, the President, Pam Witten, and those on the board, and those who consider themselves the leaders of IU, what would you not allow? What is it that you would not allow to be printed in that newspaper that would be beyond the pale, that would be too much? Because what you have indicated is that you are believers in free speech by allowing an article that states the Jews are the problem and if the Jews were gone, everything would be better. That's what you allowed. One can argue that is a free speech conversation. I would allow, without question, the Indiana Daily student to publish such a thing. What would you not allow? And if the answer is, well, we wouldn't allow, then we have to get into the idea that Indiana University is selective about what it is you're allowed to say. And that's a question. Why would some people be protected from such an opinion and other people not? Why are some opinions free speech and other opinions unacceptable? The Indiana Daily student has a reckoning it now has to come to. What opinion pieces have they turned down in the past that based on this, they must now publish? And will the university respond to such a statement as what was published with a recognition that Jews have the right to exist and have the right to defend themselves, that Israel exists and Israel has the right to defend itself? And I look forward to finding out if any of the IU alumni Ask those questions. Israel will be saved. We will be saved when Hamas is done. When Hamas quits, when Hamas stops killing, when Hamas stops raping, when Hamas stops, this will stop. In the U.S., this doesn't seem to be stopping. The hatred continues to grow. If I just peruse any news outlet, this was Cornell, Uh, Israel is fascist and F Israel, uh, this is the vandalism graffiti that's been put on the sidewalks. Then, of course, there's the story of Cooper Union. Yesterday, Jewish students were in a library The students, studying, working, doing whatever, many of them, you know, the head covering, a kippah or a yarmulke, it can be called either thing, it's it's fine. And there's video of them in there while the doors are closed and people are banging on the doors, free Palestine. For what seems to be by the, the reports, well over an hour, these protesters basically locked these students inside. Police weren't sure how they were going to get them out. They didn't want to necessarily disrupt the protest. So this isn't protest, by the way. This is trying to terrorize Jewish students. Cooper Union College, New York City, that's where it took place. They're banging on the doors. Seemingly trying to get in, but certainly nobody could get out. As was reported uh, through sources I trust on Twitter X, the students were let out via some tunnels. You know, many of these universities have tunnel systems for physical plant stuff and other things, and that's how they were let out. There are stories of kids, teens, and people in their 20s, those would be adults, who uh, they no longer wear their Jewish star around their neck, Star David. No, no, they keep that a little hidden. They don't want a problem. We're gonna start hearing about people who don't wear a, a head covering. I I've, I don't wear one as, as a matter of my day. I certainly wear one when, I, when I'm in synagogue. Uh, they they don't they don't wear one because they fear what's going to happen to them. The violence is growing. The brazenness is growing. And I can say to you with with, with much clarity. The vast majority of the the Jews I speak to, right, I have Jewish friends, I have non-Jewish friends, it's okay. Um, The vast amount of Jewish friends that I speak to, they're all talking about, okay, let's get armed. Family and friends. Now there's a whole group that I haven't even broached this with and I'd be curious to see where they're at. My non-Jewish friends all they do is send me texts telling me that they're thinking of me and praying for me. They're the ones on Twitter X saying I'm praying for you. It's very sweet, guys. It is very sweet. I very much appreciate it. Do me a favor, though. Uh, while, while it is sweet and I appreciate it, do it for everybody. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it for everybody. Don't don't single me out in on that one. My family appreciates you very, very much, but we all could use a little bit. And then, and then when you're done, and again, I appreciate it. Buy guns, buy ammo, and get trained. Now, I, I will also say say this because it came up uh, on on uh, X yesterday. If you are Jewish students. Uh, your, your college may be despicable, but you're not alone. Turn that off. You're not alone by any stretch of the imagination. Don't care where you're a student. IU, Purdue, Ball State, Marion, U-Indy, which I guess is now Indiana University. Um, and you need something just to ask. We'll, we'll find a resource. We'll figure out a way. There is no alone in this moment. Your college president may be a failure and let you down and not have any convictions. That doesn't mean you don't. You should know that your your college president or your university has failed you in epic ways and has failed morality and decency in epic ways. You're not alone. Just ask, man. Just reach out. Tony at TonyKatz.com. I'm an easy guy to find. Happy to help where I can. I hope you enjoyed this week's TK20. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. I'm producer Jonathan, and we'll be back again next week with another episode.